ladies and gentlemen, I once again had a wonderful opportunity to be a guest on the Positive Side podcast. I always love going on this show. I'll always say yes to Jeremy, even though he completely caught me off guard this time because he, you know, I think he's doing it on purpose, but he says, hey, let's go live at seven or eight. And then he catches me at five and he says, let's jump in now. So I'm not fully prepared, although I kind of live my life half prepared and half not. It's kind of the way it goes. Uh, anyway, uh, I had a lot of fun uh, on this show. We talked a lot about the politics, what's coming up, what's going on. Uh, my take on what's going to happen. And again, ladies and gentlemen, don't take any of this political stuff too seriously. The more you look at it, the more you realize it's all just a show. It's all just, it's, I don't even, it's just the weirdest thing. It's not even, I don't know. I mean, the further down the rabbit hole you go, the more you realize how everything's connected. <laughs> it's just all poppycock, which is also a really fun word to say. Uh, I won't drag this on anymore. Uh, so what you're going to hear now is the intro to Jeremy's show. And if you aren't following him, he is the positive side. I strongly suggest giving him a follow. He's one of my absolute favorite podcasts and absolute favorite people. And this is my interview from him on that show. Thanks again, guys. Talk soon. Welcome to the positive side. Sometimes life kicks your butt. Sometimes we need help getting unstuck in life. Welcome to the positive side. Welcome to the positive side of life, health, business, family, and motivation. This, this is the positive side with Jeremy Todd. Hey, welcome back to the positive side podcast. Glad you're tuning in today. Uh, you know, it's getting close to election time and I had one person in mind and really one person only, and it's my buddy, Adam Walton. We're going to bring him on here in just a second, but uh, two, well, one real quick thing. Um, Adam Walton actually is the number one first person that's ever bought a book from me. So Adam and much love, appreciate you for that. So that's amazing. But Hey, the book's out, the book, the pre-order is out. If you pre-order, you can get autographed copies, which you know, I don't know if that does anything. If the ad takes away the value of the book, I have no idea. That's yet to, to be determined. But the cool thing is if you, if you run over to the positivesidepodcast.com or jeremytodd.com, they go to the same place. Adam hooked them all up, and the book is there for pre-order. Just click on it. It's 10 bucks. And, and I'm really encouraging people to buy two books. Uh, buy one and then give one away. And I have a goal of selling 1,000 books and then the first 30 days after release. And who knows how that's going to happen? Who knows what's going to I mean, it just sounded like a good number. And, um, so I'm, I'm encouraged ever to buy, ever, if I can convince five, 500 people to buy two, it's half the work. And, uh, but not only that, Hey, it's, it's, um, going to change some lives, but the first question I have for Adam Walton and first of all, Adam, welcome back to the show. Absolutely fun to be here. I didn't realize I was the first to buy the book. Um, but I have, <clears throat> I have a history of working with people who are authors or becoming authors. And, and the one thing that I do ask in, in every interaction is that I get an autographed copy of the book. Uh, so I'm happy to have been the first person to buy it. I loved uh, your message back. I owe you 10 bucks. I'm like, nah, bitch, you owe me a book. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, you do. Or hell yeah, I do. But you know what? I mean, while I got this um, platform, I just got to tell you again, Adam, I, I can't thank you enough. I know if I tell you this all the time, but from way back in the day, I, I talked to Adam. This has been just close to four years now. And I said, Adam, I got this podcast idea, the positive side of the car business. And you're like, why is it the car business? Why don't you throw that out and just be the positive side of everything. And from that day forward, it's, it's kind of transitioned everything. And it's brought us to this point where you and me now are BFFs. I got this book out. You're helping me with the website. And I owe, I owe so much of my momentum, my, uh, my successes 
and my future success is to you, brother. So I think, and this is important too, because I think a lot of times in life, we don't have an opportunity to truly be honest and thank the people that have really helped us. So on, you know, from, from, from my heart, brother, I, I can't thank you enough. And I appreciate you. I love when you're on the show and, and I just love your friendship and I owe you more than you can ever repay me back. So thank you. Um, yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and no, it's, here's the thing about what you're talking about. Um, when, when I first met you, you had this burning desire to do something, but you didn't know what it was. Uh, and, and I saw in you and it's very rare. And I've said this a thousand times and I don't make it up when I say this shit. It's very, it's very rare that I see something as bright as I saw in you. And, you know, people, anyone can say, well, who are you to, you know, pick and choose and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm nobody. I'm nobody to anyone that doesn't want to listen. But when it does come to certain people at certain times that I meet them on their path, they just radiate. And you were one of the strongest out there that you were just a little bit lost. So all I ever did for you was give you a little bit of confidence whenever you needed it. And you had a long journey ahead of you and you still do. Uh, and I'm no better than anyone and I'm no different than anyone. It just, I may have just been that voice that you needed to hear when you needed to hear it. And for that, I'm thankful. Well, again, I, I, I appreciate that. And this kind of this ties into my first question for you. And, and then we're going to get into some cool stuff, right? And this, I wanted to ask you this first question. And then we're going to get into the politics stuff because I can't wait to hear insight, opinion. I mean, we're November 3rd is coming quick, but the first thing I want to talk to you about is, the things that are going through my mind real quick is like, now that I've got this, this book coming, the self-sabotage of my own head is stronger than it's ever been. It's like, mm -hmm. I talk about the haters and, and all the people coming out and saying, Hey, this is going to, your book's going to suck. And I, I, they're not saying this to me personally, which they, they might. Um, I, I was told the other day, I have a very punchable face on my, <laughs> my book cover. That's great. But that didn't even phase me. What phased me more was just my own mindset. Like, is, is, am I worthy enough? Is this cool enough? Should I actually do this? Why am I doing this? Who do I think I am? It's just so interesting. Um, and, and I think this is where I, th I think people can separate. It's hard for them to separate, but the mindset of your actual reality. And then there's almost like another mindset above yourself, looking down on yourself. I know I have to go through this and I know, and I'm struggling. I know it's bullshit. I, I know it's all fake news and all the stuff that I'm telling myself because I can see it at a higher level, but man, it is so real. And it hurts to the bone that I just beat myself up about it. Why do I it, do that? It, <laughs> why do we all do that? It is a, uh, it's intrinsic in this. This is the, this is the abuse that we put ourselves through. It's everyone. Everyone does it um, because you're trained to, because you're not, you're not given an opportunity to not do it. And what I mean by that is, you can walk right now because you kept at it because you kept putting one foot in front of the other. And now you're just, you know, strutting around like nothing to worry about. Just strutting like a son of a bitch. Look at you. You're sitting, you're strutting right now. That's you know, buddy, you know, it. oh, this is a video. They might actually see this. He's not. Oh doing yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Y'all called my bluff. He's not doing nothing. Well, kind of. Uh, <laughs> so what happens with that is right now you're in a you're in a you're in a state of mind that you've not been in before. So you're releasing something and you're putting something of yourself out there. You've kicked your own ass for the majority of your life, which the majority of the world does. So when you do decide to step up and and essentially put yourself out there um, for the first time, you're gonna have all these complete misgivings. Just like when we do anything for the first time, we don't know. We don't have any expectations. Actually, we do have expectations, and we don't meet our expectations, and we get bummed out. This is why people will, won't, aren't consistent with the gym. This is why people aren't consistent with a diet. This is why people aren't consistent with change. 
So when it comes down to what you're doing and what you're, how you're beating yourself up in this one, it's only because this is new to you and you're your own worst critic and you're going to kick your own ass. Now your book is, I mean, the pre-order uh, is $10. It's cheap, brother. Yeah. It's cheap. You're, you're going to lose money on that. <laughs> Probably over time. I mean, yeah, over well, time, you know, you, you gotta, think eventually, but. You got to ship it out, right? So, but what the mind does, the mind, because we've been taught from day one that money is uh, a mark of, of something, right? We stress and we worry about how much money am I going to make? Is this going to be worthwhile? Now, the real truth is you needed to get that book out because you had something to say. Correct. So regardless of how it does, what it does, who reads it, whatever, it's out there. It's what you put out there. It's what you wanted to do. So now it's out and now it's done. So you literally have nothing else to worry about with regards to the book. What comes next is all the fun things you get to learn about how to sell it, how to promote it, how to push it, what to do about it. So there's legitimately nothing at all to worry about and everything to be excited for. And when the mind makes that shift, it really takes over it really takes over in the, in the state that, you know, you, you go from, again, living from scarcity and, living and, and, and shifting into abundance. Um, and when you, when, you, when you make that shift, uh, the whole world opens up. So I would say this to you right now, you specifically, embrace the fear, the misgivings, the uncertainty, and the unknown. Because these are feelings and, uh, feelings and sensations that will eventually be fleeting and you won't get them back. So you don't, you know, it sounds weird to say I miss the fear, but it does happen because the fear was an interesting part of life that, that challenged us and pushed us into new directions. And eventually it goes away. Like you become limitless. You become fearless. You understand that you can attack and do virtually anything that you want to do. Uh, and then you just do it. Well, I love the fear. And that's the 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 interesting part about this whole thing is that I and you you nailed it exactly right because I I've never been down this road I've never been you know I promoted the podcast and stuff like that and you know that it's it's exciting as I love talking about it. I love putting myself out there on each episode but this just feels something a little bit different I've never done it before but you're exactly right I I'm almost enjoying the thought process of my head preparing myself for uh, failures, successes, uh, new processes, goof ups, mess, mess up, and also the people that are going to come out of the woodwork and say, man, Jeremy, that book changed my life, or man, I, never, I had no idea. It's just all these interesting things that it's an interesting dynamic of my next phase of my life. And uh, I, I, I can't tell you how excited I am for all of it, not just the good stuff. I'm excited for the negativity. I'm excited for the haters to come out. Mm -hmm. And I just can't wait to really um, and, and I'm going to, tomorrow I'm going to do a Facebook live and, and really talk about, Hey, you can go to the pre-order page and, um, and then start buying the book and we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow and going forward. And then, you know, when the book actually comes out. Um, but, but again, man, this is, you're exactly right. I, I've had these things I worked for for so long. The hard part is over. I've actually done what I've put my mindset to. I've talked, I, hell, I've talked about this for to you for years yeah. and now it's out and it's crazy. It's like, okay, <laughs> now what, now what? I love it. Yeah. Now it's, now it's book two. Now it's, now it's speaking. Now it's engagement. Now it's connecting with people. One thing you need to do is be better at social media. <laughs> you gotta, There's no question about it. You got to be better at connecting with people, but you also have a life like you, you're creating an entity um, that people will want to talk to. And in doing that, you're, you know, there's going to come a point in your life where you have to walk away from uh, the safety net, the bread and butter, the, the, the job that's kept you 
you know, where you are um, to embrace what's coming next. Um, so at that time, that's when you'll step into, you know, better social media, better communication, better connectivity. Um, and you open your mind up to different things, to, to newer horizons on, on all of that sort of stuff. I mean, like right now you're, you're expanding to video, you know, and, and, and a lot of people should, a lot of podcasts would be great on video. You know, it's just us sitting here talking. Um, I don't, I don't know, but people seem to like it. You know, people like the YouTube <laughs> yeah. version of this, that's this sort of stuff. So, I mean, uh, it, it's great. Um, it, it, I'm going to, I'm going to swap cast this. So when this goes up, I'm going to be taking it and putting it on mine as well and driving my traffic towards you. And then people are going to see, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is me. This is what I look like. Here we are. You know, if it's going to go on the video, you're going to yeah. see that. Um, you know, so it's an interesting, it's an interesting time, you know, so not only did you write the book, but you, you know, you're, you're, you're engaging video, you're engaging new clientele, you're talking to new people. Um, and yes, I've said a thousand times and I'm probably sure, I'm sure I've even said it on this show. Um, there's a quote from Stephen King uh, and it's about these guys that are traveling through time. And he says, the more you push against time, the more time pushes back. So if you're trying to change something in the past in the time travel book, uh, time itself will change. Your, your, your tires will go flat or whatever it is. Things won't work for you. That is um, a, a statement that runs the gamut of every single thing that we've ever done in life. The more you push, the more you push for something new, the more you push to do something new, the more the universe pushes back. Because it's, it's the same as like, even if you move forward, you know, you're, you're facing off against the air. There's friction. You're, you yeah. know. So this stress, these tensions, these things, these are all, uh, these are all natural things. And, and here's the funny thing. Even if you stand still, the universe pushes back because now you're pissing off. You're, now you're pissed off at yourself for not having motivated yourself or stepped up or moved forward. Like you get punished for being stagnant as well. And that's anxiety. I think you do. I think you get pushed back. I think that's the worst pushback you could possibly have. That's what, that's the scary thing. Like these people that, and again, no disrespect to the people out there that have worked at the same job for 40 years and done the same thing over and over and over and over. I get it. If they're happy, so be it. The whole purpose of life is to get happy. If you're not happy, get the fuck, get a new job. Do something, do something somewhere. hundred percent. Well, speaking of getting new jobs, let's transition this right back into the, the, the election day, November 3rd, you know, the big drum roll. And I can't wait. This is all hell is going to break loose. And it's so funny. And this is how I want to kind of talk about this because um, I don't watch the news. Um, it's very, very rare that I watch the news and I, I just go upon my day-to-day life. I don't, it's just a normal day, right? I, I don't see anything different. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't buy into these huge controversial stories with COVID-19 and the deaths are flying high and all that. If you don't watch any of that, you have no clue. Like it's just, it's just Sunday to me. And I'm, and I'm curious about your thoughts with going into November 3rd, where do we, I guess, number one, where do we end up? I mean, and I know you're in Canada and you're, I mean, you've got your own issues up there. I get that. But in the United States, I, I guess I, I want to talk about the two candidates, Biden and Trump. I listened to something the other day on Joe Rogan's podcast. It talks a lot about Biden and where he's at and his son and all the different things. And, you know, as the media machine continues to work, you, you don't, on the, on the left side, you hear nothing about anything that's even slightly about Hunter Biden at all. On the right side, you hear everything about Hunter Biden. You know, it's just so interesting about how the media just basically is pushing people towards one decision, one or the other decision. 
And I and again, I think if we just stand back and get out of the media, we can kind of probably make a pretty easy decision of who we want to be president. But we're not allowed to do that. What do you think is going to happen next week after the election? I, who's going to win? And then what's going to happen afterwards? Let me, let me, let me, I love you. Just lean back. You're like, and go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what's coming. I mean, I'm, I'm just interested to hear it all. So, okay. So first and foremost, my uh, political opinions do not represent the positive side podcast. I am Correct. a subsidiary of myself <laughs> and enjoying yada, 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 yada. I also do not represent the Mental Mastery Alliance, although, uh, no, the, uh, the reality is, um, it, I mean, the whole thing's a fucking farce. Uh, it is, it's a joke. Like, I mean, your American politics are rock solid television. Do you know that the, the debates are, they're, 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 they're the highest rated programming outside of the Americas it, it, ever? Like, you're, it's, it's, it's exporting better than the Kardashians, for Christ's sake. So might as well be, you know, you know, this is, this is hilarious to the rest of the world. This is hilarious. Uh, and once you take, like you said, once you take a step back, you, you can really see that it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's in and of itself absurd. So behind me, um, there is the, the WWF championship from the nineties. Uh, the golden golden Eagle. It's a winged Eagle. I always get it wrong. It's, I always get it wrong. It's a winged Eagle. Anyway, uh, Brad Hart, Hulk Hogan, all that sort of stuff. Heart right? foundation. Glory days of wrestling. Uh, that is in my background. Um, and that to me is your politics right now. So there are bookies and bookmakers all over the place that allow you to gamble on American politics. Now I'm not going to recommend that you gamble, um, but I am going to, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I gamble. Uh, I, you you got to do something, you know? Uh, and, and I laugh because everyone's like, you know, you run your mouth a lot and, and maybe I do. I'm not, the thing is, I used, to, I used to have to make a point. I used to have to be right. And now I don't. I don't have to be right. I don't have to do anything. If I'm in a conversation with you and if you're going to use ad hominem against me and attack me, that's on you, man. Whenever you have anyone that's, and this goes for your entire audience, if you're ever in an argument and you're attacking somebody, you've already lost. Like, it's just weak. So be in an argument with somebody, sure. But don't put too much effort into it, too much energy into it because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody's going to walk away and go, you know what? That guy was really right. I should have just, <laughs> right? As soon as the voice raises an octave, you've lost. Now, with regards to your politics, they're, they're such a farce. They are such a joke that it is as predictable as the WWF back in the day. You could, I, can, I can tell you what's going to happen. Um, I've already been predicting these things. And then when I found out that there was bookies taking online bets, like I just from Canada, jump in on your politics, I've made a small fortune off predicting what's going to happen in your country. Um, a free tip that I'm going to throw out there is ladies and gentlemen, New York is going to turn red. So if you've got a book out there and you, and, and you can, and you can uh, lay a dollar on that, the odds are 1800. So they're plus 1800. So 10 bucks will get you $180. Now, New York for the first time ever is going to turn red. And that, would, that would be unbelievable. Yes. Yes, it absolutely would. Um, but it's going to happen. And it's because the, the, the financial institutions are all run out of New York. If people don't realize that New York City is literally the financial capital of the world, there are no other time zones other than the Eastern time zone. The entirety of the world focuses on Eastern time zone and is correlated back to it. If you happen to be in a different time zone, you're still affected by the Eastern time zone. Now, the thing about that is, you know, you're going to be, you're going to see some crazy politics coming out. 
Um, the visuals, you talked about the liberal left and the, and the conservative right. Um, the visuals are going to be astounding. They're going to be astounding on your television. You're going to have CNN, Fox, even all these guys. None of them want Trump in. Kamal Harris is on record as saying, if, if Trump wins, the riots continue. If Trump loses, the riots stop. So what's that? I'm sorry. That's just horrible to say. I mean, I, I don't yeah. understand that. It, it, and that's so dividing. It, that, that's the thing that frustrates me. But like, that's what they're doing. That's the whole I, I get it, of the yeah, But it's just like, it's like battle, 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 battle. And, and gosh, if you yeah. met somebody on either side, we just had coffee. We're the same people. Yeah. But these politics and the meat and the, it really is the media, these huge well, media machines are just separating us. So that's why it's actually technically the war on the imagination because you're in your head and you're thinking all these people are doing all these horrible things. And even the conspiracy theorists out there these days are like, you know, they're sending out all these forwards. Like, oh, watch this before it gets deleted. It's like, shut the front door. I do not want to live in anything that's going to demand I do any one thing or another. <laughs> and that's why a lot of the conspiracy theorists, quote unquote, like my, my people, are turning against me. They're like, you're a shill, you're a sellout. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to let you make me feel what I'm trying to prevent everyone from feeling, which is shame or guilt for not siding with you. Like I do not side with any one side. I'm not privy or I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put on the conspiracy sweater and just cheer for conspiracy. I'm going to cheer for what makes the most sense. That's why politically, I'm not going to cheer for Biden or Trump. And the funniest thing in the world is I will rip apart, I will rip apart Biden. And then everyone's like, oh, so immediately you're a Trump supporter, right? Oh, people, yeah. don't, people don't realize that they are completely manipulated by the television. And then you'll hear somebody say, I don't watch television, right? But you're then manipulated by the news, what you're scrolling through. People forget. And since we're on video, I can do this. This right here is a cell phone. But look at it. It's a tiny television right? The television that you watch, the television that's been in the family house for years is one box and it is not interactive. This television is completely interactive. You are now a part of the story and all it is, is a television. So when you say, I don't watch TV, well, where are you getting your news? Where are you getting your information? Where are you getting your influence? And if you don't have the ability to think for yourself, i.e. anyone that believes the COVID narrative, even though there's no proof of it. There is no proof other than the numbers that they tell us. All the hospitals are empty. All this other stuff is non-existent. All other countries are like, this is weird. Countries all across the world are up in arms. But the television, the news, the media, they're not reporting it. They're not showing it. This is the biggest psyop brainwashy coup thingy that's going on in the entire world. Now, here's the real rub in all of the COVID shit. People are trying to say how negative it really is. But... There's so much overt positivity that's coming out of this. Change is being made. People are paying attention to what they're doing, what they're spending their time on, where they're going, who gets their time, who gets, who gets the, their energy, you know, down to limited to people of six. Well, you may only be able to hang out with six people in certain areas, but you're going to give them all your attention. You're going to get to know those six people even better. These are your family members. These are, you're being forced to spend time with your family and everyone's complaining, right? There is a positive side to all of this. Now, of course, the staunch liberal or, or whoever's, whoever wants to be, the Karen, the Kathy, whatever you want to call it, the person that just wants to be, blah, 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 that person's going to say, well, all these people are dying. You know what? Maybe some people are dying. But what happened to all the flu numbers? Why are all the flu numbers down? Why are all the car crash numbers down? Why are all these other numbers down? Right? People are dying. People every year, every day, every minute, five, 15 of them have died since we started this podcast, probably even more than that. Right? People die. 
right? So I can't, I can't have sympathy for those that die because <laughs> literally that's how it ends for everyone. Yeah. That's the end of the game. Uh, were we supposed to tank our economy? Sure. I'm not going to sit here and spew the rhetoric back and forth of who said and she said and this, that, and the other thing because it's not about what I think. It's about what you can see. Now, this is, this is again, all show. It's all show. And when you can get out of your own way and see that, it's, it's a phenomenal thing to see and say. Uh, again, I must reiterate, these are my views, not the views of the Positive Side Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do not hate my good friend, Jeremy Todd. Now, Trump isn't our savior. And you see, that you, you, depending on what you're watching, you're going to see all these caravans and all these people everywhere. You know, Trump isn't our savior. Biden, if, I don't give a shit one way or the other. If you're completely blind to the whole thing and you look at the politics of it, I want one person, just one person to tell me one thing Biden's doing, right? The, his entire platform is orange man bad. He doesn't have a single. I saw, actually, no, I saw somewhere that he's going to eliminate fossil fuels. He's going he's gonna to take out the, the, the oil industry. Okay. That's what I saw. I guess that's his platform. No more fossil fuels or fracking. He's for or against fracking. I don't know. Um, what I don't like is the other side. I don't like the conservatives attacking his son for being a crackhead because everybody's got issues, right? So what you smoke some crack. So what you smoke a lot of crack. So what you smoke a lot of crack and apparently sleep with your sister. I don't know. This is what I see. The videos are out there. You can see the shit. You do some fucked up things when you're on the crack. I would assume. I would assume you're going to have to put a, uh, an explicit on this episode. Yeah, absolutely. That. That's all right. Um, I don't, I have a problem with that because everybody's got their, everybody's got their proclivities to something and everybody's got, the, got an issue. What I don't have an issue with is the fact that this kid was so cracked out. He brought his laptop to a repair shop and forgot where he brought it. Uh, and then the, 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 the science behind that, they said clearly, you know, we're going to sell it, part it out, whatever. We got to figure out who this is. And then one thing leads to another, everybody's, you know, everybody's looking for a dollar. So of course these guys figured out what was going on and they sold it to somebody right? The real kick is the FBI have had this forever and it never made, it never made news. We look at, we look at all this sort of stuff. Look at the, look at the media. It's not even on the media and maybe rightfully so. Maybe it's, you don't, you know, you don't, maybe you don't publish that stuff, but I'll tell you this. If these were any one of Trump's kids, you got to believe that this would just be massive after all that fraudulent stuff. After four years of them being like Russia did this, Russia did that. And like Trump comes up clean, clean, clean on literally everything. And Biden himself is on film boasting about strong arming countries into, into millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars, right. Or firing this guy or whatever, like he's on film. So I don't know what the liberals can vote for. And I don't know what the conservatives are so proud of. Uh, Trump has done a lot of crazy things. He's done a lot of stuff, but I mean, if I were to, if I were in your country and I had to vote and I, and I mean, if, if that's the story, then, then it has to be a vote for Trump because voting for Biden is absolutely insur- absurd. Granted, though, the liberals are running rickshaw on Antifa and BLM. These are weaponized groups that are, that are entirely under the operation of, um, of the conservatives. Sorry, of the liberals. And it's funny to, to state that, uh, you know, people don't take into account that when Antifa striked, stroke struck, <laughs> they... Uh, they hit everywhere. They hit everywhere all at once. And they were all wearing the same t-shirts. Like that's a bit weird. I don't know who funded that. Right. There are holes in that story. The Antifa story, anti-fascists. Um, Kamala Harris, 
you know, if Trump wins, the riots continue. If, if we win, the riots stop. You know, she's basically threatening you. She's like, we're in control of the riots. The, if you want to take it any other way, like, it's just weird. Like, if we win, we'll, we'll, we'll cut it. But let's get into what's going to happen regardless of all that. And I, I'm totally long-winded on this, but we have an opportunity. We're, we're facing a situation right now. I say we because I'm, I'm part of this too, man. I've got my money's in it. I have put my money where my mouth is on so many of these votes. Um, and, and, and the odds right now are, are, are in, uh, against Trump. The odds, basically, it's, it's plus 130 for Trump. So if you put down 100 bucks on Trump, you're going to get back 130. That's your 100 back plus 130. So $100 quickly turns into 230 bucks. So, so I put a substantial amount down. Um, because when, you, when the silent majority, the silent majority too, ladies and gentlemen, is everyone getting kicked off Twitter. Like everyone is being banned from Twitter. Twitter stock has dropped because the social media is completely against it. Joe Rogan just did a podcast with Alex Jones and parts of the podcast were edited out instead of the entire podcast being dropped. Like when he moved over first, he lost a ton of podcasts. This time they just cut sections out, <laughs> but he uploaded the whole thing and Spotify chopped it after that, which is really funny. So, I mean, censorship is in full swing. So you're not getting any real information from anywhere and every information that you are getting is fabricated um, to sway you one way or the other. Now the question is why? Why would they do this? Why would this be a thing? And this stems back to every single, you know, quote unquote president that we've ever seen in our entire lifetime, my entire lifetime, I'm 40 years old. Uh, they're all, they were all for one side. They were all on the same side. It didn't matter who they were all playing for the same team. They're all buddies. They're all, they all walked out of the same clubhouse and they all sat in the same chair. Uh, Trump is different. Trump is not them. He's not on that side. So, you know, where, you know, what's the real battle? What's really going on? What are they really fighting for? And again, Trump is not our savior. So if Trump wins, the dastardly thing that he and his team are doing, again, it's against us, you know? So, you know, the, the funny thing is we're sitting in a position as humans, as people that are just, you know, chatting with each other and, and, and being rhythmic about the whole thing. We're sitting in a position where we're like, why are we, why are we voting for our leaders? Why are we voting for this anyway? Why, why we need to look up to a real question and be like, why on earth do we need somebody above us? I know how to fix a road. I know how to get a job done. I know how to take care of this. All of it is all of it from the ground up is a scam. Uh, and that's becoming more and more clear, more and more and more clear. So regardless of who wins, it's all the same shit. There's not going to be any, November 3rd is going to come and go. So how I see it actually playing out, where I've put my money on, there are two possible outcomes. Complete and utter landslide to the point where they can't hide it for Trump. Or um, a, a tighter race, uh, then they do the mail-in voting, the mail-in voting fraud. They stretch and stretch and stretch and delay and delay and delay. Um, and throughout the entire reporting, the entire reporting day, you're going to hear how good Biden is doing. Biden is close. Biden's this. Biden's that. Biden just needs one more state. Biden, Biden, Biden. And the media is going to cover it in a very dark way, all for Biden. And then Trump's going to come in and win. Uh, or they're going to say that Trump didn't win anytime soon. They're going to stretch it out, stretch it out, stretch it out. They're going to talk about voting fraud. They're going to talk about tampering. They're going to talk about mailing this, mailing that, blah, 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 blah. When Trump's clearly the winner because Nancy Pelosi and the team has already said when Biden wins, Trump won't leave the white house. So they're already prefacing our minds to, to be like, Oh, well he lost. Why isn't he leaving? Because he won't actually have officially lost. They will have rigged it so that he didn't win. 
And so that Biden didn't win. And there's a huge possibility that Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, who was third in line, steps up. And Nancy Pelosi would then become your president. And that is absolutely satanically terrifying. But that seems to be the push that they're doing if they leave Biden in. Now, I had also bet on the fact that Biden was going to be um, taken out by the 11th or he was going to step down by the first. He didn't. Uh, so I lost that bet, unfortunately. But the, <laughs> there's a possibility that he still steps down or that if he wins, Kamala Harris takes over. But the guy's too ancient and senile to actually run four years of the country. Like, he can't be the figurehead for four years. He can't even string together. It doesn't even know where he is half the time. So it's going to be interesting. There are, there are a few outcomes. And right now, none of them are good. None of them are the answer. Well, there's no question about none of them the answer, but what I what I get concerned about the most, I mean, does it really matter? Does the, does the vote, does your vote really count? We talked years and years ago on the previous one that there's bigger people making decisions based on this country than, than just us voting in or the president's actually winning. There's other people, other at, people at, at hands at work that um, have already really decided who we're going to, who's going to win for president. That's one, that's one issue. The other issue I have, and this is, I guess, for me, it's, it's, it's really confusing. And I almost, I don't really know what to say or what to do half the time, because I don't like Biden. I don't like Trump. Um, do, so do what, and, and then I get, I get pushed back from people. Well, you, you have to vote. It's your right. You have to vote. Why do I have to vote for two people I don't even like? And then if I don't, and, and then you, some people are like, well, that's your choice. Well, is it my choice? Why do I have to feel like I'm, it's almost like you, it's like watching a terrible show on TV or something like that. Like I'm watching this and I don't even want to, to watch it. I don't want to vote, but then I'm an asshole if I don't vote. I'm an asshole if I, or if vice versa, if I, I'm going to vote for Biden, then all the Trump haters, you're an asshole, you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Oh, I'm going to vote for Trump then. Well, no, now you're a bigger asshole. I don't want to vote for anybody. And both sides are like, you're the biggest asshole we know. You have like the American people have no chance in this. This is built to divide us. And, yes. and no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter what side you take, it is a lose lose situation. And I don't know what the hell to do. Like I, I battle this in my head. Should I vote this way or vote that way? I'm back and forth every single day. And I'm like, you know what? F this. I don't want to even do this. And then, and then I get the pushback. Well, you got to vote. You got to vote. And then I'm like, you know what? I'll vote for Joe Jorgensen, you know, independent. Well, you can't do that. That's a waste of a vote. Well, is it? That's my vote. I, I don't know what to do. We had, we had uh, in Canada for our, our provincial um, elections, we had a spot uh, that was you could vote for your right to decline your right to vote. And in our um, local election, um, Doug Ford, some of the Americans would remember his brother, Rob Ford, the crack smoking mayor of Toronto. Uh, that was really funny. I remember that guy. Yeah, he was he on was, Jimmy Kimmel the whole time. Yeah, he was, he was great. <laughs> His sound bites were fucking perfect. <laughs> I remember. I remember him on live TV said he wouldn't eat her pussy, and I laughed yeah, my boy. ass off because it, it was just like this is this guy just like it just came out like it was just straight gangster. This shit just came out, but it made like he was oh, and he was talking about like some you know some thing and what he was trying to he was he was trying to compliment his wife <laughs> and that's how it came out that's how it came out that boy yeah i uh yeah what are you gonna do that shit was great uh it was funny as fuck 
Um, you know, but obviously now it's just politically incorrect. People are getting offended. Hey, do you have a lot of listeners that like get offended by stuff? Are your listeners easily offended? Do you I have, I've never had a uh, listener email me in and say that guy sucked. I've never had that because I think it all goes back to, and this is why I love having you on. I wish I would have said this earlier is because I get a lot of people say, you know what? I like Adam's perspective. I don't agree with 99% of the shit he says, <laughs> but I love listening to him because I think that's important to hear, you know, a different opinion a different attitude a different mindset because we're so programmed one way or the other and then when i have you on it's just i mean i believe with damn most about everything you say because well you and i think a lot alike but i think a lot of people are i think actually i think the, i think more people are going the way we think than mm-hmm. ever before and the whole system we're in is pushing people towards being open more open-minded not believing all the shit you see that's a win that's a win huge win and you're talking about the division because this is all division, right? Here's the thing. BLM is a terrorist organization, right? Now, look how fucking cunning they are because Black Lives Matter is a really rock solid movement. But at the same time, the only people that are racist are people who were taught to be racist. If you're a racist individual, if you're ignorant and dumb, if you are a piece of shit, that's because you were taught to be. And that's what's funny. We've got all of Hollywood saying Black Lives Matter when it was Hollywood that taught us that they didn't matter. Correct. Right? Right? I'm laughing. Like, if Black Lives Matter, why is the black guy always the first to die in the horror movie? Regardless, right? Subtleties, small things, even the, the simplest thing of naming them. Naming, naming every ethnic group is divisional, right? So you've got Mexican-Americans, African-Americans, Chinese-Americans. Asian Americans uh, as I don't even know whatever else you know but there's no Caucasian Americans there's no white Americans right there's no European Americans so even that in and of itself creates a divisional stance it creates it's 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 verbal it's inside the mind right I don't want to be anything you know why am I American and you're African American why the fuck aren't I American and you're American because of division because from day one, they want division. Because in your mind, in your head, they want division. So now they're telling you, and this is, this is going to be, you know, this might be a hot button issue, but they're, they're, you know, they made you racist and now they're shitting on you for being racist. And the funniest thing in the world is when, when people say things like black, uh, white people are racist, black people can't be racist. Well, if a black man hates a Chinaman because he's Chinese and only because he's Chinese, is that not racism? Like how, does, how do people miss this? Anyway. There's so many things that you could argue, but I found that you, you can't have an argument with somebody who's only going to regurgitate the news, who's only going to regurgitate what they have because they're not having solid thoughts. Those people exist to challenge your beliefs for yourself. They're going to ask you questions that's going to make you say to yourself, oh, well, this, this, and this. And then you're going to be more firm in your answer and understanding of why you believe what you believe. Because cognitive people are not going to be assholes. Cognitive people are not going to spew off and, and fight. And cognitive people don't have anything to prove. That's the biggest coup. That's the biggest thing. So the, real, the reality is the minute more people become cognitive and then decide to stand up collectively, the game is over. They can't divide us. If we stop arguing with each other about the dumb shit, and they've even added to that now. They've added the masks to that. So classism, racism, uh, you know, sexism, and now maskism. The, like the masks no exist question. so that you can fight over them. 
Now, health-wise, ladies and gentlemen, we, we were told that this was a level five quarantine, yada, yada, freaking death by biohazard, escaped a 40, 50,000 pound quarantine station, yada, yada, came from monkeys, came from bats. The story just kept changing. Do you guys remember back in the day, back when this first started, the original story was people were just dropping dead in Wuhan, just pluck, just dropping dead. <laughs> Right. And this was, this was, this was the story. This was the story. And they've changed the story. They've changed the story a thousand times. They've changed the story, but nobody's dropping dead. Nobody's sick. Right. People get sick. I know people that have had the coronavirus or whatever and, or, or have been sick and it's just like a strange flu. The, the recurring side effect is they lose their taste now, but regardless of that, if you listen to the actual story, if you listen to the main narrative, we've got this thing that's going around killing people. Right, but if you put a piece of cloth on your face, you're okay. That's all you have to do. Just put a piece of cloth on your face and stay away from other people. It, it's absurd. It's absurd that people would think that that is a thing, right? And what runs through your mind? Well, it's because it travels on the spit and the blah 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 blah. blah. But to get tested, you got to have an eight foot stick shoved up your nose to pick the scrape scrape the bottom of your brain. Right? Shouldn't I just be able to spit on a stick and be like, oh look, I've got COVID? No, it's uh, it's a thing. Right? There are holes in the story. And then people will say, well, you're not a doctor. How could you? Da, 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 da. Right? So what it all really boils down to is there are people who want to believe in this. There are people who need to believe in this narrative to validate the way that they talk to and treat each other. And then there are people who want answers. And those people are the ones that are waking up. And this is waking up more and more people. More and more people are waking up to this. There was a time where I would have been hung I would have been lynched. I would have been lynched for my thoughts. And there was a time that I was people when this first started, I'm like, Nope, I see holes. And then the world shit on me. But now I find that anyone that attacks me for the most part can't defend their attack. In other words, they come out guns blasting with everything they put on the news and then they don't have any ability to back it up. So I've stopped arguing because you can't argue with somebody who's not there to do anything but create more division and to, and to spew hate. And remember too, ladies and gentlemen, anyone talking about hate is twisted inside. They're already failing inside. And I'll tell you this again. If this pandemic were real, if the COVID was a real virus and not just some made up COVID-19, and then obviously the next one is COVID-21, which will lead to concentration camps. Mark my words. But if this was real, we as a race would turn off the television and help each other, right? But we're not, we're sitting around listening to the TV, listening to what to do. Da, 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 da. If this were real, if this were actually real, we would know it in our gut. We would know it. We would feel it. And we would be helping. We would be protecting ourselves. We would be preparing and we would be helping. We wouldn't be hoarding, hiding, gouging, gouging fighting each other. Nope. We wouldn't be doing that. That's not what humanity is. No matter how much they want you to believe that's what humanity is, it is not. Think about who you are, the listener. I'm talking to you directly right now. You will help someone who needs your help. You're going to help them. If you come across somebody who's been in a car accident and you're the only one around, you're going to stop. If you're the first person on the scene, you're going. if you see somebody drowning and you can get to them, you're going to get to them. This is natural. This is in your nature. This is what humanity is, which is why everyone's living in fear right now, because fear and anxiety and depression stem from our true selves becoming aware that we shouldn't be living in and around the information that they've handed us. 
So is this political? Is this a conspiracy episode? Is this anything other than a free thought episode? No, this is all free thought. And there are some of you who are going, fuck, he's right. And there are some of you going, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to vote Biden. I'm turning this off. Actually, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's some of you doing that, but there might be. And good for you because it's your right to do that. 100% right. And, and I find it interesting too this time of year. And, and again, I am not preface. I am not Republican. I am not Democrat. And for the record, I have vote, voted in the United States straight Democrat my entire life, straight ticket. Like I have been 100% in. But I am not that because the, both parties have completely changed who they actually are, who they, who I believe both parties were. They're completely different now because, again, it's all built back into a big, big business. My, my concern is, is with coronavirus. Now, I, full preface, I, I know I've got probably 20 of my friends that have had coronavirus. Most of them have kicked it within a day, maybe two days at the most. Uh, I, I know there are people out there that are really struggling with it and and – and, and I know there's people that are dying of it. I get it. I, I totally get it. And, and, and shame on me. And I'm so sorry to even say this to all my listeners. I'm not, I'm not an asshole. But there, when you look at the flu every year, there are people that die from the flu every year and get it. And it's horrible. And, and the list goes on and on and on. I saw something the other day on Fox News that said uh, flus were down 85% worldwide. And then yet you tie into this coronavirus going into November 3rd, election day, and it's every state is breaking gigantic records. Everyone is getting sick. Michigan's horrible. Texas is through the roof. All the hospitals are filling up in all these states. Let's talk about that for a quick minute. Well, it's, uh, it, it's not, on, it's got to be on purpose because I, I just, I just don't see it and call me an asshole. And, and it's so, it's, it's so hard because I get friends that are nurses and doctors that'll be like, Hey, my hospitals is, you know, I see people that it, people are getting sick. And then I'll talk to a, a different nurse or a different doctor at the exact same hospital. And they're like, there's nothing going on. Their hospital's empty. <laughs> I don't know what to believe. I it's so hard. That's why I said, I just cancel it all out and I just go do my thing. Yeah. That's the way yeah. I want to live my life. And, and, and they, people can call you an asshole, but if they do, then they, they're only calling you an asshole because the news told them to call you an asshole. Right. And, and, and the reality is, you know, the funny thing is, you know, some, so many people can't think for themselves. You know, I was in that boat. I remember being on that tip, but you know, that's not the case. That's not, that's not the reality the, the, there are so many things that go wrong with the narrative when it comes down to cases going up at the beginning of this time at the beginning of this whole thing too there you had to like there was a, an intubation period like you didn't just stick a stick up your nose and get a result i have no idea why they're jamming sticks up everybody's nose <laughs> I, I don't get it the the, the the interesting thing on it though is like they're talking about up here for example we had a, like a huge rally not too long ago there's a there was a huge like i don't know impromptu rally uh, in one of the smaller towns and, and they said massive breakout in Wasaga Beach after rally. Now, to people, on the, on the people that just listen to that, they're like, oh, okay, sure, why not? Why wouldn't there be a breakout after a rally? But think about this for a minute. They have to go to the rally, and then immediately from the rally, they have to go and get tested. Right? They have to go and get tested for the results to be in by the next day or the day after. For them to be like, oh, a huge breakout after the rally. So all of these people that are like anti-lockdowns, the anti-lockdown rally would have had to have partied their faces off and then gone and gotten tested immediately from there for these numbers to be real. And nobody's putting that shit together. Nobody's, nobody's 
Oh, look, my positive side podcast is about to start in 10 minutes. I wonder what happened there. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's good. So, so it is interesting. It is interesting that, you know, you and I have the opportunity to talk about this right now. And if anybody, if people don't pick anything up from the episode, except for the fact that they're so blatantly forging the numbers, making stories up based on the logic alone, how could the, how could it possibly be? How could, how could the numbers go up the next day? Because who's getting tested? How many people are getting tested? Why are you constantly getting tested? Why would anyone get tested? I've never in my life been like, I have the flu, I think. I'm going to go get that checked out. Do you have any symptoms? Not at all. I'm just going to go get it checked out. But why would you do that? Uh, I don't know. It's Tuesday. That's never, <laughs> that's never happened. That's never happened in the history of life. So who's getting tested? I don't know. But it is super easy to make up the numbers. It's confusing. It's confusing at best. And, um, you know, I, again, I just go back to it. If, you know, I've, my entire family is extremely liberal, extremely Democrat. They're going to watch the show and think I'm an absolute lunatic. Mm. Um, but, you know, that's okay. I mean, I, you know, but I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't, and this is what I, I, I just, I just, it just hurts my feelings more than anything. It doesn't affect the way I love my friends. It doesn't affect the way I love my family. It doesn't, way, it doesn't affect the way I appreciate people, but it does affect a lot of other people that way. And it's like eating away at the fabric of who we are as individuals and, and, and we're getting further and further away. Uh, from which, which is the point. That, that is, is the, the point, point of all this. But damn it, we got that. And that's why I wanted to do this show. And that's why I wanted you on because we, we've got to start fighting against that and understand even if we have differences, we don't agree. We got to get back to who we are and, and stop allowing social media and, and, and TV stations and all these news stations separate us. Because when we get together one-on-one, I don't care if you're the most liberal person, the most conservative person, and put me in the middle. Us three, if we, if we don't talk about politics at all, we have so much in common. We, and like you said earlier, we care about each other. We love each other. If, some, if we break a leg, we're going to help someone up. We're all going to be in it together. But it's like they're, whoever it is, the, the, you know, the higher powers, whoever it is, is trying so hard to separate us. And it's this kind of show, and it's this kind of time, and, and, and the time before the show, that we got to understand. You've been listening to The Positive Side with Jeremy Todd. One step at a time, helping you get unstuck in life. Now that the show is over, find more at jeremytodd.com and make sure to sign up for the Monday motivational video, jeremytodd.com. And please don't forget, when you're listening on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating review. Till next time, stay on The Positive Side.